Hey, let's be honest about it. Let's be straight up honest about it. Who would have thought that we would even do this episode during the bye week when the Mountaineers were two and four? And if you say, I knew you guys would do a bowl preview, bless your heart. That's good. Because this is it. The Minnesota Bowl Preview, West Virginia, Golden Gophers, Guaranteed Rate Bowl. Hello! Episode 340, Three Guys Before the Game, presented by Caesar Sportsbook. Download, get started, risk-free bet of up to $1,001 in free bets by Comax Business Systems, full-service Konica Minolta dealer. Go to Comax Business Systems, ComaxWV.com, Burdett Camping Center, the only... Warranty Forever RV dealer in all of West Virginia. Visit them at BurdettCamping.com. By West Virginia Game Changers, supporting, encouraging young people throughout our state to build healthy, addiction-free lives. You can help West Virginia families, children, become a game changer. Go to WVGameChanger.com. On this episode, we preview West Virginia and Minnesota. We talk some Mountaineer basketball. The Mountaineers into a bit of a respite at 11-1 after the victory over the Penguins of Youngstown State+. Plus. Your listener questions and more treats have come in to three guys. Hey. That's right, baby. We got Pitzels. Those Ooh. candies, Ooh. those Hall's candies. Yeah, how good were they? They might be the best individual candies I've ever had. Best in the world. I'm going to tell you something. Know the guy that invented chocolate. Pretty good. No, seriously. I mean, at my house, I took them home. <laughs> and at my house, every night after dinner, it's like a little thing. My wife and I get it out and we read the thing. And <laughs> and she has one and I have one. And, you know, you know, Brad got it when we ate like three. I was going to say. Take a couple bites. Those are really good candies. So you were judicious. Well, I don't know why you had to come out of the gate at me right there. You no, can just, just tell no. a story about you having some self-discipline without having to come at me. That was an unnecessary shot I'm here on this holiday you episode. Like Lucille totally. Ball. Totally. Those candies came in. You totally. were you're not wrong. You're not wrong, but I just thought it was an unnecessary shot. Well, it's certainly two different styles of eating them because he had them done before he got into the parking lot on the way home. You. I mean, you guys are making half a box. You guys are making an epic series out of it. Twenty thirty, Kerchival will still be eating his apple. We got one left here, Karen. Let's well, have one. Should we but, be surprised? Still doesn't have his Christmas tree up. I mean, he's going. He's going to. How I mean, would you like a nice piece of candy, young man? <laughs> hey, I mean, Karen. Seriously, but, Karen, how, how good are they? They're very smooth. Very smooth. Yeah, that's it. That is smooth. Right, they're smooth. Very they're smooth. Nice. Yeah. There are certain things. Yeah, there are certain things in the food industry and the wine industry that separate themselves yeah. based upon their smoothness, and that chocolate is just like off the chart smooth. I had a wine, had a, had some wine the other night that was just so smooth, yeah. it made every other wine that you ever drank go like, that is like, blah, what was compared it? to the... Tell I, me. Don't, even, don't even pretend to write it down because it's expensive. It was expensive. You, you wouldn't... Let me just tell you this. It would be for you... So you, you didn't buy it either. I did. Oh, <laughs> I did. Okay, I, I it did. Back. It would be eight, eight or eight to ten bottles of what you normally pay. <laughs> how, do you, how do you know how much I normally? Because I think you would break down in hives if you spent forty dollars on a bottle of wine. Thank you. I might. Yes. And so this one was north of four. North of forty. Hundred. Four hundred dollars. Wait, wait. Say it was again. a special time. Special You're- time. Christmas get together, and we brought out a very special bottle. That cost $400? Yeah, in certain circles, yes. Oh, wait. You had got a deal somewhere. No, I mean, that's what it is. 
Wow. That's what no, I is. wouldn't pay that. I mean, but, but anyway, the point to all that is not, hey, hey, drank $400 bottle of wine. The point of that is this. When you drank it, you went like, oh, it was I a head smacker. You went yeah. like, what is that? It was yeah. so, wow. That's, like that well, chocolate. Yeah. So I, I, bring, I bring the chocolates home, and I'm all excited because they're from West Virginia, right? So I'm telling my wife, I said, hey, I got these, I got these chocolates. They're, they're Halls. And she goes, yeah, I know Halls. I go, no, 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 you don't know Halls. This is Halls from Vienna. She thought it was H-A-L-L-S probably. No, no, no. And she said, no, she said, I know Halls in Vienna, dumbass. Because she <laughs> she's from the, she's she's from from the from valley. She's from up in that general the area, valley. the Ohio Valley. So yeah. she knew. Yeah. That's why I'm like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> How often does she call you dumbass? Good good number of times during the course uh, of a week? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. It's, it's usually usually uh, deserved. Get in line. Uh, unconfirmed report, Burdett Camping Center. Don't know if this is true, but you know how like FedEx and uh, services this time of year, they have to like lease out other people to deliver stuff. You know, you've seen that running around. Like I see the FedEx people running around in U-Hauls. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Not, I don't have a confirmed. Believe Burdett Camping has sent out a fleet of RVs. They've just <laughs> packed them with gifts. They're just driving all over the state <laughs> delivering. Yeah, so good. if you have an RV drive up to your home with gifts in it, Probably from the only warranty forever RV dealer in all of West Virginia. Visit them at BurdettCamping.com. BurdettCamping.com, located in Winfield. Santa may have subleased them out. Not sure. Maybe taking care of it. But uh, Merry Christmas to those folks. And they want to wish everyone that listens in to three guys a very Merry Christmas. Burdett Camping Center at BurdettCamping.com. We'll talk football. We're going to jump into the numbers. The uh, Hoppy's got his Minnesota game notes and he is uh, thrilled and delighted to have those in his hand. These guys have been doing a ton of football, working on the network side for 18 total bowl games. Oof. You guys don't have? Do you guys have another one tonight? Yeah. Oh, you do. What? Yeah. You got Gasparilla, Gasparilla bowl tonight. tonight. Sold out. Gasparilla bowl. Haven't you and I done the Gasparilla? We bowl? have. That was fun. You know, UCF Florida. I mean, think Big about Twelve it. member. Yeah, future Big 12 member. Big 12. Think that UCF is just like, okay, let's see who is the better team in Florida. And Florida's just like, we're a mess. You know, really? We got to – that'll be uh, – Haven't I, played since 06, those I, two teams. I still can't believe that Texas A&M just said, eh, we're out. Crazy. That's still COVID. Can't, I, well, COVID, fine. I still can't believe it. I still can't – that was wow. And then the fact that now we're just going to line up and sign up for games like at intramurals. Well, Brad like, broke know, that story last night. Excuse me? Brad was on the cutting edge of that story last night. You claiming that, Senator? The well, yeah, we are we are claiming it. We were the first to report that Rutgers, if offered, is willing to accept wow. the bowl. How about that? I still can't believe that one. Put themselves in jeopardy to go in five and eight. Yeah, but it's a Gator Bowl. That'll be the best yeah. bowl in Rutgers history. Yes, it would. Yes, it would. And it's a nice little hefty payout. So they're trying to scramble to get everybody right. back together just, right now. You know what their one challenge is going to be? They got their punters over in Australia. Don't think he can get back. Seriously? Yeah. Have to go with backup punter there, which well, might be the least of Rutgers' problems well, playing I, in the Gator Bowl. But they, I don't know. They're going to be punting a lot probably. Well, with so with, fair, with, fair with point, the stupidness yeah. that's going on now with uh, rosters and recruiting, why don't they just like – you know how, like in soccer, they transfer players. Yeah. yeah Why doesn't yeah. Shiano call Neil Brown and say, "Hey, you hey. got that Ollie Straw? He's sitting in London waiting to come over. Can we use Ollie Straw for a bowl game?" Fair point. Just use one of his legs. He can kick with either one. See this. this <laughs> we talk about Rutgers football a lot. Oh my podcast. gosh, Rutgers. more than more than when we played Rutgers. More than the Rutgers podcast people do. They oh, don't yeah. even want to talk about. We their talk football more team. Rutgers football. I know. Than yeah, Rutgers. you're right. We talk you're about right. it. You the, real quick, and then we'll get to Minnesota. 
you would you were on the verge <laughs> of loving this bowl situation because the other option is to have a team play in a second bowl game. Yeah. As Kirchival pointed out, you drop down the loser's bracket, you're fighting your way back up through the bracket, string together a couple games here, you're back in the mix. When has this, when did right? this? Right, if you were Marshall, you went down and played in the New Orleans Bowl, Louisiana got you, but that's okay because you advanced back through and now you're in the Gator Bowl for the second bowl of the season. Like teams all over were just raising their hand. Like, can we get in? Kurt Signetti, JMU. Yeah, JMU wanted We're going to be FBS next year. We'll play. Can we get in? When did this devolve to basically a slow-pitch softball tournament in Parkersburg in mid-June. Yeah. Ah, just work it around, come back down through the loser's bracket, to, double, well, round, to, double round last, robin. Last year, when it got weird last year, it, it removed the facade of, we've got to schedule our games seven years in advance, and we cannot move <laughs> off that unless it is seven years to You're right. today. Now last doing, year, it became just whatever time. What, you want to play? Come the, on, let's play. The now we're doing bowl games. Yeah, now we're doing bowl games. The whatever. emergence of, of COVID as a, as a principal factor in a lot of this and the and the lack of control of the NCAA combining those two things mean just free for oh okay who can play well you remember play? If, I mean if you call want to guy up it's like high school in West Virginia where they had COVID like a coach would call a coach can we go play yeah, yeah. well that's how West Virginia got Army last year I mean this isn't foreign concept to to Mountaineer fans Army wasn't the original bowl opponent last year. Is that right? Tennessee was. They had to cancel. Oh, that's right. You're right. And everybody's I forgot like, get that. Army in a bowl. Army should be in a bowl. Fine. That's right. We'll play Army. Let's <laughs> that's go. That's right. Yeah. So this is this is this is old hat for West Virginians. How about Army beating the old oh, uh, beating the old Missouris by throwing it? Now they were favored, so that that was a that was a thrilling end of the game. But Army was favored in that one. What'd you do on that one? Anything? Nope. Didn't touch it. Didn't you? Didn't, was a stinky line? Was it? No. Just didn't. I thought it got away. Yeah. Army probably shouldn't have been a six point favors, which would it closed at. Okay. All right, boys. We got a football game to play. There's a war to be won to be won. There's a what do we got? Minnesota, West Virginia. Mountaineers leave Christmas Day. Head out into the desert. Last time they played in this game, dramatic victory. Mm-hmm. David Sills touchdown pass. And the At Mountaineers twenty five Eastern time just, when he caught it. Say, uh-huh. And the Mountaineers celebrated by running to a Waffle House, which was the only place that was still open. I don't even remember that. No one does because it was the middle of the night. Hmm. What do you got over there, Mr. Game Note? Well, I would start here. And I know we're going to get into the the strengths and weaknesses of uh, Minnesota, but what an odd year they had. I mean, you beat Wisconsin, you lose to Bowling Green. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. There's that. Um, you, you lose to Illinois. Mm-hmm. Uh, did they beat Iowa? No. No, they didn't beat up, but it came close in Iowa. I mean, just, you know, Brad, just a weird year for them, an up-and-down year. Eight and four. Right. Losses to Ohio State and Iowa. The bad losses are what you said. Bowling Green's a bad loss. Illinois is a bad loss. But then they turn around and beat Wisconsin. Tons of injuries for them, especially at the running, running back, back position. Yeah. But it didn't matter. They just kept running the football. Really yeah. good offensive line, really good defense. I, I don't know that I love the matchup, guys. I don't like the way, if you look at strengths and weaknesses, so offensively for them, they're going to run it. They run it like 68, 69% of the time of their plays have been rushing the football, and they like to go big, Tony. And that's been West Virginia's kryptonite defensively. When teams want to go big and power run against them, that's a bad matchup. It is a bad matchup. And when was the last time West Virginia played a team that two of the offensive linemen were first-team all-conference? Fayolele, I think is how you say it, and Andres. Both first-team all-conference. And I think that all five of the offensive linemen were at some 
level of honor in in the Big Ten. Yeah. Correct. That's been their strength. So that that's a little bit of a concern for the West Virginia defense. On the other side of the ball, very, very good Minnesota defense. Top five in yards per game. Their yards per play defensively, guys, are right in line with Oklahoma. And we were, or Oklahoma State, excuse me. Yeah. You remember what Oklahoma yep. State did to West Virginia. So the challenge, I think, for West Virginia, without your best offensive player for an offensive group that struggled a bunch this season, what's West Virginia do to move the ball? You're gonna have to you're gonna have to protect, you're gonna have to throw it well. This is gonna be a Jared Deggy receiver game. Here's what scares the heck out of you. They have not allowed more than twenty seven points in a game since their season opener. This is what they've allowed in their since they gave up forty five to Ohio State back on two of September. Since then they gave up twenty six, zero, fourteen, thirteen, twenty three, sixteen, fourteen, fourteen, twenty seven, fourteen, thirteen. Yeah. They are ninth in the country in scoring defense, ninth in the country in rushing defense, tenth in the country in pass defense, fourth, as Brad said, in total yards, ninth in fourth down conversions. Can't convert against them on fourth down. So, yeah, from that perspective, statistically, you shake your head. However, the one thing you got going for you is it's a bowl game, and it's a whole new deal. And mentally, these things are more mental than they are physical. All right, and then let me give you the West Virginia positive side. All that's true. They're you can't take away those numbers. That's what they did on the field. Here's the offenses they faced. Ohio State in the first game lit them up, right? Put, put 45 on them, and we're going up and down the field. Then it was Miami of Ohio. Colorado, who was bad. Bowling Green, who was bad. Purdue wasn't great offensively. Nebraska struggled mightily offensively. Maryland, we know, looked yeah. very good against West Virginia, but was nothing special throughout the rest here. Northwestern, bad offensively. Illinois, horrendous offensively. Iowa, I think I could have started at quarterback for Iowa this year. Bad offensively. Indiana, awful offensively. Wisconsin, Graham Mertz, nine touchdown passes, 10 picks at quarterback. Bad offensively. So I'm not saying West Virginia is the reincarnation of the the highest scoring offense in the world. I, I get what West Virginia's limitations are. This Minnesota defense hasn't really been tested offensively very much. But that's, what, that's what you cite is the reason, one of the reasons why the total is only 44. Yes. And, and you... And so I, I think it's in this defense, like you talked about, Tony, those stats, and they're giving up only uh, there's 16 points a game average and 100 yards on the ground per game. And West Virginia going to have Mathis instead of Brown. We need to talk about that. But I, I think that makes makes it imperative that when West Virginia gets near the red zone and inside the red zone, where at times they've struggled, you have to take advantage of that. You can't come away from the red zone with no points or three points. I think when you get there, Brad, you've got to score because you just might not get that many chances. You do. The red I mean, zone. It, listen, we're, we're in game 13 here. The formula remains the same even without Letty Brown. Tony Mathis is going to have to find a way to get some yards on the ground. You're going to have to protect. You're going to have to throw it, and then you're going to have to capitalize when you get those scoring opportunities. And can you force them into some turnovers? Can no, you they, get a couple fumbles? Against Bowling Green, they had three turnovers. Mm -hmm. That's why they lost, including two late interceptions, and that's why they lost that game. Three turnovers. Neil, Neil Brown compared this Minnesota team to Baylor, Tony, schematically, mm -hmm. which if that – if that type of team shows up, West Virginia yeah, is in a heap of trouble. trouble, obviously. A couple of the power rankings that I use when I'm looking at, at different lines and such have Minnesota power rated very similarly to Kansas State, which is more of a favorable matchup, which given the total and given the spread, that that matches a little more than what the Baylor comparison does from what Neil's saying from a 
X and O standpoint. Another thing, if you're West Virginia, that you've got going for you is that offensively, this is not an explosive Minnesota team. In other words, they don't have cats that are going to be running down and doing deep verticals, and you got to worry about that. They're just going to try to absolutely mulch you Mm -hmm. to death. Just If you think old-school Big Ten football, just like honking dudes, here's their offensive line. Sam Schluter, left tackle, 6'6", 325 pounds. Connor Olson, left guard, sixth year, 58th career start, 6'5", 310. Center, 6'4", 320. Right side guard, you had already referred to, Blaze Andres, 6'6", 335. Right side tackle, oh no, mama, it's Daniel Falalele. Fa a latte. No, not latte. No, fa la latte with almond milk. No, fa la lale, right? Fa yeah. a lale. 6'9. Yeah, hello. 380. What? 6'9, 380. Kind of like two people in one person. <laughs> what, what do you do with that? 31st I mean, career start. Just. Uh, First team, all Big Ten. So they got these big horses, and their tight wow. end is 265, 65. They got another tight end, guy by the name of Brevin Span Ford, 6'7, 270. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to just try to make it a really short game, pound you, pound you, pound you. That's what it's all coming about. West Virginia is going to have to play that cat and mouse game of loading up the box. And probably putting corners out on man-to-man coverage yeah. and just saying, shout out, I'll yes. do Yes, you. you're going to have to and see if Tanner Morgan can beat you, who's an experienced quarterback. He grades out on PFF very similarly to Jared Dagey, almost identical, in fact, in terms of a lot of their numbers on there. So I mentioned they run it nearly 70% of the time, does Minnesota. And when they don't, it generally comes off of an RPO that you've pulled and throw it or off a of play action. Now, one of the good news you want the good news there with that, guys? Mm-hmm. West Virginia first in the Big 12 in coverage against the play-action pass. So what Minnesota is going to do when it throws it fits right into what West Virginia has been good at defending this year in terms of defending the play-action coverage. Bizarro stuff here. Tanner Morgan is from Union, Kentucky. When he was a little squirt, he would go to camps where Neil Brown was coaching. Mm-hmm. So Neil Brown knows the kid, knows the family, knows the whole deal well. And then obviously you've got the Kirk Soroka deal, who has left West Virginia as the offensive analyst, will not be at the game, but he's now their offensive coordinator. Yeah, I'm, I'm just interested. to see, We'll never know how much of a role that plays in this game and or in Minnesota's offensive game plan. I think at this point they're not going to change anything. Morgan was really good when Soroka was there. I mean, it was a different kind of Tanner Morgan. He's not asked to do the same things now. I doubt that Minnesota is going to change what it does offensively. They're going to ride those big guys and run it this year. Run Tanner, it this game. Yeah, Tanner Morgan's cousin is Tim Couch. Remember Tim Couch? Yeah, sure. Chucky quarterback. So, Senator, when you take a look, squeeze PFF of this thing, squeeze it upside down, upside down, turn it around, spin it around, what has to happen here? Turnovers? Yeah, I, I think you're going to need some help. Yeah, I think you need to get some turnovers. The the Again, their ability to be big up front and, and run right at you, to use your term, mulch, that, that's the concern. We saw uh, the most recent example of that is what? It's when Texas finally figured out hey, here's, here's what we need to do. Now, West Virginia was fighting through a lot of injuries at that point, but this West Virginia team is not built to line up a bunch of big guys and stop power running. So if Minnesota is able to do that and chew you up front, then, then I think you got some problems. So that's my concern. You need to find a way 
even if they're getting yards down the field, can you stop on third down? So third down becomes critical. Right. But second down and first down are critical too. Can you get them behind the sticks and make Morgan have to throw the football on? You know, we saw it last night, uh, Brad, in the uh, Army-Missouri game is that uh, Missouri c- could move down the field pretty rapidly, but then Army would stiffen in the red yeah. zone. Missouri had to settle for field goals instead of touchdowns, and then Army gets the field yeah. goal late to win the game. So, yeah, you're going to give up ground. I mean, Wisconsin, I mean, uh, Minnesota's going to get ground. But can you hold him to a couple of punts? Can you keep him from getting uh, seven? I think that's a key. And, and then can Deggie have a um, – it's going to be tough to run on this team, but you have to try to run. And is, is Deggie on? Is Deggie on and the receivers make plays? And you know That's a good point. Obviously, last year Jarrett went into that bowl game and just was not himself, and that led to the move. Remember, everyone remembers Austin Kendall comes in second half and, uh, and takes over, and I would think that somewhere in the back of Jarrett's mind he wants to go out there and play, you know, a really good bowl game. I also think if you're West Virginia, knowing what we know about this Minnesota team, I just think they'll again. I don't don't run out to the message boards here, and I just think personally they got to do. I don't have any inside knowledge. They got to do something different. I mean, as much as you can do different. In other words, what can you go, like what? I'll pass it more. H- who West Virginia? Just just like say, hey, we're gonna pass this thing. We're going to throw this ball. We're going to, we're going to, our game plan will be to attack through the passing. Game. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and that's the strength of this team. That was the strength of the team if you had Letty Brown because your troubles. I, th- I think that's where it's got to be now. You just have to have the ability to block them. Can you block them up front? And if right. you can, then I think that's where you go. You start attacking. Yes. Yeah, yeah I, I think so too. By the way, uh, parenthetically, off topic, sort of, kind of, Doug Nestor getting engaged at Mountaineer Field over the weekend. Really? Yeah. I wonder how many engagements now we have of Mountaineers all time. I know of three now. Reese Donahue, most recently. Yep. Anthony Becht. Yep. And now Doug Nestor. Now yes. Doug Nestor getting engaged. So at least three football players have been engaged on the field. How many um, How many divorces have occurred at Mountaineer Field? <laughs> like during ball games. You've had enough to drink and I've had the end of it. That's I the bet end you there's it. been a few. I bet you there's what, been a few. What, PFF keep that? I, I do not have that stat. Yeah. Do not have Home that. game divorces. Yeah. Over under, put a hook in it. Um, okay, man. Again, I'm 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 interested. I'm intrigued in this game because you just don't know what you're going to get. Don't know. Go take a swing. Yeah. Go take a swing against a bonnet, a bowl opponent you've never played in a spot. I think you said that well in the open of the show, Tony. We sat here in that open week. There were a lot of questions. There were a heck of a lot more questions than there were answers. Not just about this team, but program wise. Right. Where was this program? And it rallied itself. And those guys inside that locker yeah. room and stepped back and got together. I'm excited to watch this. Give it one more game. Let's see what you got. Tony Mathis, opportunity for you. Mm-hmm. Last game out, 118 yards, career high, 22 carries. Letty obviously is out of the picture. West Virginia's got Justin Johnson behind him, the true freshman who's carried it 19 times this season. And then we would go to Marquand Rucker. He would be the number three running back, young man from West Virginia, Tyler Consolidated High School. Then you've got the whole Jared Deggie situation. How much tick does Garrett Green Get in this game, you don't know. Charles Finley moves into the starting role at tight end because T.J. Banks has left. Michael Laughlin obviously out with injury. That means Traylon Davis, true freshman out of Jackson, Ohio, moves into the number two spot. Victor Winkstrom, he'll be into the picture as well. Young man out of Sweden. And you go from there. On your right side tackle, you don't have Parker Moore anymore as your backup. So you've got situation there. Maybe you see a little Nick Malone go over to that right tackle spot if Wyatt Milam needs to be spelled. But obviously the hope would be for West Virginia to play its five. 
And then yeah, and Milam's played a ton of snaps here down the stretch. Part oh, yeah. of the reason Parker Moore is in the transfer portal. Milam has been almost exclusive over there at the right tackle. Sure. And I mean, Wyatt Milam, people knew it coming in. He was going to be the guy, and he's the guy already as a freshman All-American. And receiver-wise, it's the same guys. Obviously, Isaiah Esdell gone. But we're talking Bryce Ford Wheaton, Winston Wright, Sean Ryan, Caden Prather, Sam James, Reese Smith. And if you want to move someone else into your depth chart, if Esdell's gone, then put in Preston Fox and Grayson Malashevich. They both would be guys that would figure into that mix. Over on the defensive side, Lance Dixon banged up toward the end of the season. We expect to see him back out there for WVU. Uh, what else? Charles Woods was banged up late in the season at the Kansas game. So yeah, here that, we go, man. That unit was decimated. So you're hoping here these, these what it's been, three weeks before the game really helps this group get back get back healthy. Well, it's about, uh, it'll be November 27. So they'll play again December 28. So a full month. Full month. Four weeks. Yeah, four weeks between games. So we'll see what happens. Coming up, we've got your uh, questions. Uh, went to the bathroom. Excuse me? Last night at the basketball game. Why are, we, why are we talking about bathrooms again on this show? Take your banjo with you? Nope. Like bathroom, bathroom activity has replaced boars. Yeah, it has. Is You're right, right, yeah. It's right? in context of the story. Go ahead. Guy's washing his hands. I'm waiting in line. He turns around and TMI. says, hey, Tony, big three guys listener. I said, really? He says, I'm from Mississippi. In for the holidays. And I said, well, I appreciate that. Whereabouts in Mississippi? He said, Gulfport. He was a pastor. Okay. Listens to three guys from Mississippi. Awesome. So we appreciate that. Thank you. Yes, sir. Also had a uh, Beckley. Was he from here? Originally. Okay. I forget where he said he was from originally. Uh, also, Beckley police officer ran into him. Said, big three guys listener. So while he's big out. Big three there, guys night at the Coliseum last night. That's oh, great. Yeah. Three guys night in the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not even to mention the gift that we have. We'll get into that. As well, but people do like, uh, I don't know why, but they do like three guys before the game. Mountaineer basketball team wins at 82-52 to 52 last night. That was a super interesting game if you take a look at the two halves. If Charles Dickens wrote about it, Hoppy, yeah. he'd say it was a tale of two halves. It was the best of times. It was the worst yes, of times. It was, but we started with the worst of times to get things started. Hey, a reminder that the Three Guys Before the Game podcast is brought to us by the Caesars Sportsbook. Download, get started with a risk-free bet of up to $1,001 in free bets. And don't forget, up until now, from now until January the 19th, you've got the opportunity to earn yourself a free NBA jersey, free authentic NBA jersey. And here's how it works, courtesy of Caesars Sportsbook. You opt in, bet a total of $100 on NBA games. From now until January the 19th, you get a $150 gift card that you can use toward an authentic NBA jersey of your choice. Up until January the 19th, all you have to do is place your wager. And there's hoops games every single night. You can bet before the game. You can bet in-game as well. Just sign up for that promotion. As always, keep an eye open for daily profit boosts, bonuses, sweeps, much more, including getaways, chances to win massive grand prizes. You must be 21. The offer valid for new and existing users who opt into the offer. Jersey awarded as a gift card. Options vary. See full terms and eligibility restrictions at Caesars.com slash promos. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly. You that mentioned one. that in-game play yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> it was a nice one last night yeah. at halftime for those of you uh, 
paying attention and or listening to Sportsline. We talked about it on the what was it? nine and a half at the half. For WV. Nine and a half at the half. And Brad, that game, you explained it, that, that, that had that gap possibility, right? So you the, can get the middle. Yeah, so the, the middle, middle possibility was on the, so how about this was the other part of that. Nine and a half if you wanted in-game live West Virginia at the half. It started, at, it closed at 16 and a half. Yeah. West Virginia's big favorite. Here's the, here's the tricky number, though, that might have got some people, and I feel bad for those that it did. Line, not in every place, but line closed pretty consensus. 133 and a half. I saw that. 133. <laughs> Hoppy, the game landed at 134 after a, a, what, 47 in the first half, 45 in the first half, and it landed at 134. So the live line over under total number at the half was 114. Oh, wow. So it was you just So you could have gone, yeah, you could have hit the, the over there and still, and still made some money on that side. I tell you what, Seth Wilson, the freshman, almost, almost, Put another two up on the board. They were they were uh, just dribbling out the clock. He got the ball and he had that look. You know, you get that look like I'm putting this baby. Up. And then you can see his team. No, 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 Just hold on to it. Just, well, just pretty much everything was in, in the can at that point. But that's there's some Caesar Sportsbook numbers for you. So what we saw last night was how bad West Virginia could be. I.e., 23 percent in the first half on seven out of 30. Oh, of five from three kept themselves in at the foul line where they made 10 out of 12 and they're up by a digit at halftime, 24, 23. And then they outscore the Penguins two to one in the second half, 58 to 29. So West Virginia more than doubled its scoring from the first half to the second half. And they win at 82, 52. Sean McNeil, man, when he gets hot, Mm -hmm. Like you can say, he doesn't miss. Well, no, he really didn't miss. He was eight of eight in the second half, four of four from three, and get you 23 points in 28 minutes. Couple things. Go back because you, you glossed over that too fast for as much as we've had to talk about bad free throw shooting. 10 made free throws in the first half of your 24 points. Think about that. If you're not getting to the line, that, that half was even more oh, abysmal yeah. than what it ended up being. Yep. Number one. Number two, we spent some time on Sportsline on this last night. I think that right there, that, that was a flat spot for West Virginia. That was a bad situation in the first half. You could have seen that coming a mile away off that UAB game with Christmas break right around the corner, guys leaving. So not totally shook up about the lackluster first half. Right. But I do think the overall formula there might be something you see moving forward. And what would concern me if I was a West Virginia opponent is exactly how that game went down last night. You had West Virginia on the ropes if you were Youngstown State. You were doing everything you had to. Sherman wasn't getting buckets. McNeil wasn't getting buckets. You're holding them in check. And then all of a sudden, McNeil just gets blistering white hot. And the thing's over. See ya. And that might be how West Virginia has to win some games. So you saw it against UAB. Same thing. Sherman wasn't going. He was held in check. But West Virginia stayed close enough, stayed in close contact there, and then one or both of those guys get cranked up and they get so hot so fast that they can propel you. That might be what you, you might have to win some games like that this year. In, in in one game, you saw how bad West Virginia can be and also how good West Virginia can be. So that was uh, that was interesting. But the story is that you get to this point of the year and you're 11-1. and one. I mean, that you my gosh, you take that all day. And now, Tony, we were talking about on my morning sports line show, that you go into this conference schedule, you already have a strength of schedule that is in the top 60, and it's going to shoot way up when you start playing in your conference opponents. So now you say, can you scratch out eight or nine wins? Yeah. 
That's what, that's what it comes down to. And, and then, you're, then you're in the show. As I said on your Trading Post coffee clatch, public affairs, sit down. Podcast. Um, this COVID thing is also going to have an impact. I don't know how many more games West Virginia will play, and I don't mean that to be an alarmist. I'm just saying you're supposed to play 19 more with your non-conference game against Arkansas. I don't know. I mean, do you play? Do you play seventeen of them? Do you play? But it's going to be relative. Of them? Yeah, mean, it'll be relative. I'm just saying, you don't know how many more you get, so that's why it's so important that you have eleven in the bank. They can't take your eleven away, and so that's the huge part of this whole equation, I think, for West Virginia. That ton of credit to those guys with all the new pieces and really trying good. to figure out and what you lost. Really good to get to eleven and yep. one and find ways to have gutty performances to win when you're not playing your best. Yes. Ton of credit to get to eleven yep. and one. Absolutely. I mean, if you talk to the coaches before the season started, they would the theme was we're going to be a lot better in February than we are now. And to get through this point, as we say, eleven out of twelve, uh, I do give those guys a ton of credit. You know who also hold, hold a real quick last thing? Another opponent held under sixty. Yes, I mean you're what nine of twelve now have been held under sixty. Yeah, and like five is this five in a row? I think so. I think five in a row. Uh, this this is a fool. Seventy five percent under sixty. This is a fool's errand, but I, I think it has to be mentioned that when you have downtime thinking about these things, that and Deuce is in the right place. He should have gone to the NBA, and he's making an impact. But if you had Deuce and Oscar not left, <laughs> what kind of team? Oh, would I you know have? that'll always be the one that'll I mean, rank that'll rank up there with. What if Major didn't get hurt in the Fiesta Bowl? It does. And, you know, we're doing this, Brad and I are working last night on this bowl game, and I'm looking at the basketball scores, and I said, Brad, Oscar got 28 rebounds. Is that right? 28 rebounds. And Brad starts researching it. And what did you find out, Brad? Uh, Rupp Arena record for Oscar on the rebounds passed a, a gentleman by the name of Shaquille O'Neal for that record. Hmm. Did Shaquille ever go Shattered on? it. Did 21. Sha did, uh, did, this, did this Shaquille O'Neal ever go on to play professionally? He had some success. Oh, did he? Yes. Okay. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. 82-52, West Virginia wins it. You know what took the lid off that game last night was Taz Sherman's back-to-back -back threes early in the second half, forced to, to Jared Calhoun to take a timeout. That took it from a two-point Mountaineer lead to an eight-point Mountaineer lead, and then it was, as they say, Katie, bar the door. Unconfirmed reports. What? Unconfirmed reports that the folks at Comax Business Systems have been enlisted to help Santa handle the telemetry of his upcoming journey around the world. As you probably know, if you're a listener, that Comex Business Systems is not only your full-service Konica Minolta dealer, but they are specialists when it comes into protecting your network. And you think Santa can just go out there willy-nilly, go up in the air and say, eh, I think I'll drop one off here, drop one off there? No. It is has become super complex in regard to distribution. If you're a business owner and you need help to make sure that everything is safe and protected, then give a call to the folks at Comax Business Systems. They'll come in and do a free audit inventory of your network and see if you're safe and if not, where you need to be protected. ComaxWV.com, your full-service Konica Minolta dealer. ComaxWV.com. Not sure if there are any shots of Santa's sleigh, but chances are with the way that things are being commercialized nowadays, you might see a Comax Business Systems bumper sticker on Santa's sleigh. <laughs> Powered by Comax Business Systems. <laughs> Might be, not sure. Again, as I said at the start, unconfirmed. is important. Unconfirmed report. Blaine on the porch in Charleston. Hello, Scope Senator and Dean. What a week to be a Mountaineer. Waking up 5 a.m. on Wednesday with a let's go from down under was a phenomenal way to get things started. Big kudos to Groudon are in order. In other words, Groudon, friend of this program, helping get 
Ollie Straw on the hoop. Saturday felt like an NCAA tournament type of a win. I don't know about you fellas, but truthfully, thinking this team has something special about it in terms of getting more than the sum of its parts. Next three months are going to be tough, but will be a tough out in Morgantown in the Big 12. Merry Christmas. Let's go sink the boat. And for those that don't know, he's referring to uh, P.J. Fleck, who uses the motto, their trust the climb is row the boat. They got a whole thing. It all stands for something. It's all they got a whole page in here about yeah. that. Uh who? Having a pre-read this, I'll just go right into it. Uh, signed off by the texter. Bowl prediction, their strength on both sides, playing into our strengths. We are fairly stout against the run. I don't believe they have much of a pass rush. Deggy could have a great day. I believe we are an eight and four, nine and three team wrapped in a six and six record. Coach Brown coaches to win bowl games. Good guys win by five. West Virginia 27, Golden Gophers 20. P.S. I live in Phoenix. Um, sorry, from parts unknown. And with all the talk about food on the show, I mean, I make a mean jambalaya, and it would be an honor to provide some for you guys and your crew. I already have the chafing dish in Sterno. Just let me know when and where. Everyone who's had it says it's the best they've had. It's been a staple in my family for over 20 years. I've been to New Orleans and didn't find one as good. Just saying. Picture attached. Skillet came directly from K. Paul's in New Orleans and was used for years in the kitchen. Hmm, he's got a... You got a picture of it? Of just the skillet or the whole jambalaya? Well, that's real right there. I'm hungry now. Look at that, dude. Look at that, dude. Sounds good. Look at that, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Texter... That's from Texter? I don't know. Um, I don't know how we would do that. I would love to sample it. I'm doing some kind of a talk show from somewhere the night before the game. I don't even know where it is. <laughs> Shock. I'm just going. I just know. Shock. You just go. I'm landing. I'm landing at four o'clock. The talk show starts at five o'clock their time, and there's going to be a car, and we're just going to go. You're just going to come in and sit down. Do it. That's no. that's your style. They're just like you. Come it, in. Would that be any different from what we do? Nope. Just, that's kind of how nope. sports line works. Somebody sends a car, picks him up, brings him here, drops him off. Does the show. Mike's on. He goes. Hey guys. Hey, welcome to Johnny's Bar and Grill, everybody. Mm. So here's the deal, dude, Mr. Texter. Find out where that thing is. Bring some in a Tupperware. <laughs> and it doesn't have to be hot. We'll get someone in the kitchen to warm it up. Just get a spoon and we'll eat it. Uh, make sure you get the Tupperware There's zero percent chance that makes it back here. Zero. Oh, you're not touching chance. it. I'm going to eat it right there. That's what I'm saying. Well, in fairness well, to Tony, it is, it is in I, Arizona. No, 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 yeah, he doesn't need you coming to his defense. What I'm taking issue with, he said, we'll eat it. We'll oh, okay. right, eat point. it. He didn't say, I'll eat it. If he had said, I'll eat it, I wouldn't have jumped in. Thank that's, you, okay, that's Percival, for you jumping in. He'll, Tony will just get a big old wooden spoon. Mm-hmm. Just eat it. Mm-hmm. Like during breaks. Yep. <laughs> and yep. Be, then be burping during the on-air times. We were, in a, uh, we were going to a bowl game once, one of those bad bowls, low-budget <laughs> bowls. bowls. I don't know why you say bad bowls. No, there was a low-budget bowl we went to. Hoppy, you might have been. You, were, you might have been. Uh, let me tell you something. I've been to a lot of bad bowls. I know. And so what happened was they weren't going to have their food open for the media for like hours. And we get there like 42 <laughs> hours before. So we go, we got to get some food. So we just started drifting around to uh, Mountaineer tailgates. And it's like, hey, what's up? Hey, man, what's up? What's going on with you? Is that chili? <laughs> huh. How do you make yours? Well, we use cinnamon. Really? I've never had it with cinnamon before. What's that? Does it make it sweet? Well, just try. Oh, really? Oh. Oh, my gosh. That's good. Could you think there might be a second bowl? That's a true story. Do you have a 
beverage to wash down that chili with? <laughs> no, I don't do that. I don't do that before well, a game. Sprite or something. I'm not suggesting yeah. any alcohol. Hey, three guys, Seth and Charleston, going back to your point about Mark Godfrey to Cal State North Northridge. He was placed on leave by the university back in April for potential violations under the basketball program. Trent Johnson replaced him as the interim head coach going into the season, the former TCU head coach. Yeah, he's right. He was Trent was at TCU. Yeah, Trent. Yeah, he was always a dude. By the way, that was much to do about nothing. Excuse me? Much to do about nothing. This new secret service, secret police, secret double secret probation yeah. committee they have where you can't appeal, right? Judges, all Lawyers. kinds of things. Yeah. NC State didn't get anything. I know. They Probation. Got I know. Probation. I know. All right, here we go. Here's our guy in Texas. Probation. <laughs> Break all the rules. P1 general manager just take big Jason in Dallas, yeah. listening to Monday's episode after listening to the coffee clatcher do his all-pro job working the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Did you do the Myrtle Beach Bowl hop? Yes. Okay, good. Yes. I'd like to emphatically confirm West Virginia's got more road Scholars winners than Northwestern. Again, emphatically by far. You want stats? I'll give you stats. I take a look at the latest data comes straight from the horse's mouth. I'll provide a link below. We hesitate to publish information as these statistics are often misused. I figure I'd go ahead and misuse the data to show how much better we are than the trash from various other universities because the spirit of Christmas is getting to rivals' faces and saying, ha-ha, we're better than you. <laughs> West Virginia's got 24 roads, 15th in the Power Five, including Notre Dame, 4th in the Big 12, would rank 4th in the ACC, 3rd in the Big 10, 4th in the SEC, blah, blah, blah. Focusing on the ACC, we'd rank fourth behind Virginia, Duke, and North Carolina, but that's only if you don't discredit North Carolina for their two decades of fake class garbage nonsense that would have gotten their accreditation stripped for eternity, but somehow resulted them in finding them no fraud. Well, Tony, mm -hmm. that class, that fraud class, was available to everyone at North Carolina, not just athletes, Brad, so because of that, there was no violation there. If there's a lawyer Hall of Fame, those folks should be in it from North Carolina. One of the most brilliant defenses ever. Now, I don't know why they weren't stripped of their accreditation as a university for that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, really. right, the NCAA violation was small potatoes con considering what was going on at the overall at large. But credit to those attorneys for one of the all-time great moves. We can't hold Brad responsible for stealing because everybody steals. steals. Yeah. Well, I've said after that came down, I mean, again, great defense. So if you'd like to pick up a, a prized athlete, you just go deliver your bag of money. And then you just go run in front of the mountain right. there. And the first student you see, you drop off a similar bag of money. And you just say, well, it was for everybody. Well, it's just for everybody. everybody I'm just everybody. handing out money. Yeah. See, I mean, Ellen, everybody gets money. Right? Sure. Everybody. Biology major got some money. Did you, I mean, I, I read that part. report on that. I read that report on North Carolina. I read that thing beginning to end. I, th I thought, oh, my gosh, they got these people dead to rights. You were aghast. A guest, I say, C.L. in Clarksburg. Ironic that you mentioned University of Oregon's basketball court last show. On Saturday last, I happened upon LSU against Louisiana Tech. Thought to myself, this basketball court rivals Oregon and Charleston Civic Center as courts in which the artwork is overwhelming and in turn makes it harder to watch on TV. It was played at Brookshire Grocery Arena, C.L. in Clarksburg. Yeah, some bad basketball courts out there. We talk more Rutgers football or LSU basketball on this podcast. LSU basketball until today. Yeah. And Rutgers. Now by the way, uh, breaking news, it's a podcast, so it's not breaking news. By the time you've seen this, you already know this. Rutgers is in. Jesus. Crazy. We're, I just got Rutgers it. is in. Hello. Rutgers to the Gator Bowl. Five uh, wins. Justin and George, I think the basketball team just needs to think they are playing in the second half when the game starts. 
I think Youngstown's Chris Shelton's name reminds me of Chris Leonard and Tracy Shelton's names combined. That's <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. It's funny. One thing you should listen to at speed, one and a half, is Hoppy's coffee clash when he debates someone like the most powerful man in the United States, Joe Manchin. Very entertaining. So they're saying crank it up to one and a half speed. Um, let me see. Hugs said this is a basketball state. Is it? I think this state has had a long, tremendous history in the sport of basketball. I don't think there's any question. I would offer you this. Why does it have to be one? It does, th those things don't have to be mutually exclusive. Exactly. I mean, you're a top 20 team all-time and wins in both sports. I think it's a both. Three guys. Huggins always points out that the press he doesn't have the same quality as he did in Press Virginia. He doesn't have a Sags Carter. However, he has quantity. He doesn't have Sags, but he's got several good shot blockers. He doesn't have a Carter, but he's got two pretty good on-ball defenders. He doesn't have Nate, but he's got Gabe and Bridges that do dirty work. Yes, this team doesn't have the numbers, yet they are improving. I see a Press Virginia comeback by year's end. Merry Christmas, three guys, and all a good night. Jumping Jack in Morgantown, Scope Senator Dean. Hello! Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to the three guys and the listener base. From banjos to boars, tomatoes to idiots, and everything in between. It was a great year to be a three guys listener wherever you may be. Jumping Jack. So post-game last night at the basketball game, I was just kind of, I don't know, I was talking to hugs or whatever. I'm looking on the court. You know, kids go out there and take up shots. There's Jumping Jack on the floor, just lofting bombs, like 25-footers. <laughs> Got a very high-arcing shot. High-arcing shot. So Jumping Jack was on the floor. Texter, three guys, I need some guidance or penance advice. November 19, we decided to move back to West Virginia from Tucson. Two weeks later, it was announced West Virginia is playing in the bowl game 90 minutes away in Phoenix. And last week... West Virginia's basketball team was playing in Alabama while we're visiting my wife's family for Christmas last week. Their party started at 4, exact time as the tip-in in Alabama. I don't know what to do or make of fandom. Please advise sincerely homeless, unemployed until January 3rd. <laughs> so, wait a minute. The, the, yeah, the, he, game, the game was the same time he was as with his, his Christmas party. In-laws? Yeah. If it's, here's what I would say. If it's an in, intimate family gathering... You cannot excuse yourself and watch the game. If it's a party, you can slip away and check it out. Rove. You rove. You rove. Rove. And say, hey, excuse me a second. I'll be right yeah. here. Texter, is waiting for a Jalen Bridges to have a breakout game or consistent scoring similar to the discussions we had about Emmett Matthews to be that consistent third score and rebounder? Appreciate all you guys do. Merry Christmas to all. How's Emmett uh, doing out west? I, don't, I haven't looked at his numbers lately. I haven't either. Some play once earlier this year. Um, I don't. I, I think that... I think Jalen will be more consistent over the long haul, is what I think. Gave you some last night. Gave him nine, nine points, nice eight game. rebounds, and Ooh, nice, nice game. game. Nice game last night. Dean Senator Scopes, love the show. Quick thoughts. I am a gastrointestinal doctor by trade, and every time you say Comax can do a computer colonoscopy for your business, it makes me laugh. <laughs> One of my patients earlier this week told me they avoid Takis because it causes them reflux and mouth sores. I wouldn't have known what Takis are without mention of Nico Markiel's NIL deal on this very podcast. <laughs> it works. So here we go. It works. We're in the New England Journal of Medicine. Can help us out. We need some sponsorship. There's a good sponsor. I will say this. I'm glad that texture mentioned Takis. I did receive a text from a gentleman listening to the show, long-time yeah. long friend. They are available at the friendly neighborhood Kroger store as well. They're at Kroger's? They're at what, Kroger's. Frozen food section? Yeah. No, I don't think they're frozen. And then he says, finally, I Virginia. saw the following image while shopping at Walmart for holiday meal preparation. Like he sent us a picture. 
other chips. Of the Takis? Yeah, interesting to see how NIL deals are influencing things. I think he probably writes a uh, one of those journals in the New England Journal of Medicine, Takis Acid Reflux NIL Discussion. He probably send, gets published. Okay, yeah, study, Can uh, we have some, go back and get the clips and send it to some one of the salespeople here and tell them to get on that. Takis really should be a sponsor. His yeah. research not yet peer-reviewed, but we could get it yeah. in there, I think. Um, LSU okay, here's basketball, an, Rutgers football, and Takis. Yeah. Three most discussed subjects of the year. Here, exactly. I received this package last night. These are Pizzelles, if you're not Italian. Uh, Italian cookies. Various uh, designs on them. You can make them with anise. You can make them with vanilla. Greg Hunter's daughter, by the way. Very good. Made us. And I'm going to tell you something now. I've lived on these things for her and her mom make them. Unbelievably off the chart good. She made mint. She made chocolate. She made vanilla. She made anise. And they were they would they would be readily accepted in any Italian kitchen. As an Italian, Tony, yeah. What's your feeling on the level of anise in Pizzelles? Oh, I like anise. A lot of people they run away. Heavy I love anise. It. I love it. Okay. You anyway, don't like anise. Not a big fan of a little little hint. Oh. Now, I will buy hint. tomorrow. I will buy fennel, which is anise. Yes. Uh-huh. I will buy that and I will make a salad with that. Just eat it straight. You'll just eat big fennel glass bowl. straight. Big glass bowl. Big glass bowl. You just yeah. kind of just stabbing at it. Uh, oregano, olive oil, um, red vinegar, and I just crush it. You ever seen him eat salad? Oh my gosh, you kidding? It's like a, he's got to get a big bowl, he gets a head of lettuce, it's a big thing. Because I empty the dishwasher every morning and <laughs> save it. And there's only one thing that can go in there because it's his big glass bowl that he's had lettuce so in. On the top, there's a coffee cup thing. On the bottom, there's one thing. You're right. Tony's big salad bowl. It's all you can get in there, it's the only thing. Half time is not washed Donna out. O, get clean. Donna O and Weirton <laughs> sent us these in, with, this, oh, yeah, with, yeah. with a beautiful yeah. Christmas card, a little Mountaineer Christmas card. If you can see a little Mountaineer on there doing some things, good to see you. Cindy Lou who? Hello. We listened to the podcasts this week while baking these cookies and wanted to share some with you. Tony, oh. we know these would be a perfect snack for driving home after Wednesday's basketball game, but please... Save a few for Hoppy and Brad. Thank, Thank you, Donna. Thank Donna you. Owen Weirton and son Brian in Chandler, Arizona, by way of Weirton. Let's go, Mountaineers, says her card. Appreciate that. I did you. not touch him. I kept him in my vehicle. Pass one Overnight. down. I'm going to tell you something. You can always tell right off the bat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here you go. Here you go. You got Thank it. You. Donna, before I even eat, I uh, if you want to take a close look at that, I got like a snowflake on there. Oh, that's nice. Very nice. Yeah, that's snowflake. Very I don't know if our How do you get them to keep them, from, and Very good. keep them from crumbling when you make them? I mean. Excellent. I was telling you right now, Donna. I'm not saying that to say it. Perfect crunch. Flavor yeah, hits good. you right off the top of the tongue. Superb. Very good. Really good. Can I not, take a couple home? Not, you can have them, yeah. Not supposed to eat on the air, are you? Podcast probably bad. That's want. probably a bad thing. I just ate on the air. People are gonna get mad. I remember one time I ate a steak during a commercial break on the Rich Rodriguez show. Came back, was just just finishing off. People, some guy wrote me in a nasty email. So it's a two-minute network break yeah. and a two-minute local break back to back. Texas Roadhouse, Texas Road in four minutes. I did it. I took that sucker out of that styrofoam. Rich was sitting right over there. I grabbed that steak, made a quick move to. You- Cut it or just take no, it? no, no. Grabbed it with two hands. <laughs> took the there was Grabbed a li- it with two hands. You yeah. didn't even use silverware. No, I had to get it no, done. Tony have meat. 
I took the gut, so I took the, <laughs> there was a little piece of fat, so I made the, I just peeled the fat, like took that off, and then just went straight in, Fred Flintstone that thing. I'm sure Rich was impressed with that. Rich could pound it, too. Yeah. <laughs> Rich Rich could eat. Rich could eat pretty good. Remember, we would, we would before the talk show, we would get food from... Um, Roadhouse. Roadhouse. And pound it. Cinnamon rolls. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. All right, man. Our music's on, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so very much for listening. We're going to do next week, on Thursday of next week, what is that? What's Thursday? Is that December 31? 30? Uh, 30? That's 30. 30. 30. We're doing a best of 2021 show. Next Thursday, it will drop. We invite you to join us for that. Best of or shows previously enjoyed. Best of 2021 is what it is. We hope you enjoy (laughs) us for that. All right, then we're back after the new year. So special thank you to everyone for listening in. Our program presented by Comex Business Systems, full-service Konica Minolta dealer, Caesar Sportsbook. Download, get started, risk-free bet of up to $1,001 in free bets. By Burdette Camping Center, only warranty forever RV dealer in all of West Virginia. Visit them at burdettecamping.com. By West Virginia Game Changer, supporting and encouraging young people throughout our state to build healthy, addiction-free lives. You can help West Virginia families and children. Become a game changer. Go to wvgamechanger.com. Special thank you to Taryn Malone. He's our guy that makes our graphics every show. So special thank you. Merry Christmas to Taryn. Special thank you to Dr. Mark Spruill for his directorial assistance on this program. And the other kid, I haven't seen him like in a week. Have you seen him? I don't think he works here anymore. The, the only part-timer who gets a week off at Christmas. The only part-timer <laughs> who told the guy that assigns the hours, Kirchhoff, I'm going to tell you something. I'll be gone for the week. Figure like, it out. Happy holidays. See figure, you. figure it out. Some things just don't change. Episode 343, guys, before the game. We're over. We're out. <laughs> We're way out. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. We'll talk to you after the Mountaineer Bowl game, and then we'll be into hoops. See you all. Be good.